You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico. Okay, and welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide, and we have an awesome guest for you today. We are speaking with my good friend, Matt Reeves from Premium Service Brands. Mac, welcome to the show. How are you? Glad to be here. Yeah, no, we've uh, we've been planning on this for a while since uh, we last uh, saw each other over the summer. So uh, looking forward to it. Um, Absolutely. If you can, uh, if you can give uh, before we we dive in today, uh, if you can give the audience a quick bio. Uh, how, how did you get into franchising, and, and maybe a little bit about home uh, premium service brands? Absolutely. So got into franchising. You know, I was had my own home service uh, businesses in the North Texas area for 10 years, uh, sold those. I was 10 years in corporate America with uh, FedEx as RVP, and then did two years consulting in the oil and gas industry. And then from that, you know, at that at that time in, our, in my life, my wife and I just had our third child and we were both working remote and she's from Waco, Texas. So she said, hey, let's move to Waco. Uh, and so it worked out well. Uh, we were at Life Group at church, a new church we had joined and Somebody in the live group had said, hey, we've got this company locally that's hiring. Anybody interested? So I thought, well, shoot, I'd like to get out of oil and gas. That's when oil was dipping and ended up uh, one thing led to another as an answer to a prayer and ended up getting into the fantastic world of franchising. I've been here now a decade. Absolutely Mm -hmm. love it. I've been at uh, premium service brands here now for four years, uh, actually here in two weeks. Um, Absolutely fantastic. Love it. And I love what we've built here at premium. Uh, we have 10 total service, home and commercial service brands under our umbrella and love this space, this industry. I am passionate about these industries. They may not be flashy, but boy, they do very well, especially in economic climates like this. So it's an exciting time. Awesome. Yeah, it, it, it truly is. And a common theme, uh, both in, on the podcast, just in conversation is, um, franchising is that vehicle, right? I, I got into, I was in uh, building maintenance, commercial cleaning and things like that. Brands and, and concepts I thought I would never, you know, we're not, who's passionate about cleaning, you know, who, right. who's thinking about cleaning or, or painting and, and, and things like that. And it's like, wow. Then you, you look at what this widget, what this vehicle, whatever you want to call it is to get you to your why. And it's, it's really, you know, it, it really opens up another world, right? I mean, you, you know, we, we're we're all told to to look at our passion. What's your passion? And my um my conversations have changed. The the passion is not necessarily I like to go fishing. The passion is what vehicle will allow me to truly go fishing because the 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 answer is not the the solution is not to buy a fishing franchise. It's to buy the the vehicle, the painting franchise that will allow me the time to actually go fishing with the kids. That's um, right. You want, you want to touch on that? Am I off by that? No, because- you're absolutely right. And that's one of the things that, uh, you know, I share with candidates on the very first phone call is, you know, don't think you have to get passionate about painting. And, and by the way, I'm wearing a 360 painting uh, shirt, but we've got nine other great brands I can share with you uh, or direct you to. But the biggest thing about it is don't think you have to be passionate about painting. Uh, there's nothing passionate about painting. It's, it is what it is. What you get excited about is the vehicle that it can become. Right. I mean, when, when people come in from the most varied backgrounds and we've got owners, I look at our top guns out there, everything from school teachers, pastors of a church, ex-major league baseball pitcher to 
our rookie of the year last year was an E2 visa candidate from another country, an immigrant. And, and so it's, it's really a people business when you boil it down to its core. Paint is just a vehicle. And it's, it's awesome to see folks come from every background you can imagine that have never picked up a paintbrush, came in, they followed the model, scaled a, a business quickly, and just built a fantastic business that gave them the quality of life also that they were looking for. Yeah, so so it's really just kind of it's being open to to what else is out there because it, it does get confusing, right? You want to be passionate about the business, and I, and I always say the, the business itself is it truly semi absentee? Will it allow you to maybe keep that job? But at the end of the day, there's a lot of common themes with the businesses. It's a lot of networking and chamber of commerce events. They're you're dealing with employees and vendors, so the 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 guts of the business, the inner parts, are, are going to be very similar. If you go from a painting business to a roofing business to something completely different, so um, it's it's uh, I've noticed a bulk of my conversations have been around uh, you know that topic in that area. Um, That's right. Talk, talk to us about you know premium service brands. So it's I think you said ten. It was a ten yeah, brands it, in total. It, it's ten brands. Uh, well, it'll be ten as October first here coming up. Okay, uh, we'll make the uh, the tenth acquisition. So oh, wow. every one of our, our brands is catering to the same end user, same customer, that homeowner uh, or that business owner. And mm-hmm. so everything from painting to another brand that I represent is House Doctors, which is, uh, you know, residential and commercial handyman services. Uh, it's really what you want to make it, you know, remodeling, restoration or getting into, uh, uh, you know, really subbing out work or other services. Mm-hmm. For the, the homeowner, then we've got uh, you know rubbish works, junk removal. We've got made right, made cleaning. So they're all geared toward that same end user. And what I love about it is they're all needed services. Right. Uh, and especially on the painting side, for example, during economic climates like we're in right now, painting has been proven to do very well. I went through the 2000 recession, the 2008 recession, and through both, painting had a very high cost of demand because. What, what happens is interest rates rise, homeowners that are typically going to sell an upgrade are like, well, maybe we'll stay here. Well, they're sitting right. on that cash and they're like, hey, let's do something around the house. That always involves paint. Well, on the commercial side, you have retailers that have to get people in the doors, make that cash register ring. So they're like, what can we do to get folks to get in here and spend money? It always involves a refresh, a remodel. And that always involves paint. So you've got some built in kind of insulation with the economy to keep that demand high. But then plus you look at the competition in the service industries. I think everybody can relate to this. Your average competitor is, you know, uh, Bob the painter or, uh, you know, Sally, the handy person, handyman. And so many of them have set the bar so low. They don't call you back. uh, It takes forever to hear from them. They don't get you the estimate. They disappear off the job site. That's why the mantra is, I'm sure, my Facebook group in the neighborhood here in Waco, Texas, is the same as yours or others. Uh, they're always looking, hey, you know a good painter. You know somebody yeah. that I can depend on. And that's where we really uh, shine is we answer every call with our call center. We're professional. We're on time. And that's how our owners are able to take market share quickly and scale in these in these service industries. It's it's not it's not rocket science, you know. Sh- showing up with a quote and and following up is uh, is like ninety percent, not half. It's ninety percent because it just when, showing it. When I have when I have someone come to the house, we, I remember we, our last house, we had a, a roofer for some repairs. I'm like, 
I got the quote. He sh- they showed up on time exactly. I'm like, can you just can you just fix it now? I'll pay you. Like yeah. there was no there was no negotiation on the price. I'm like, can you just do it now? Because I was shocked at how quickly they were able to show up. So yep, um, that's what it is. It's it, it's insane. It's very fragmented. It's it's unprofessional. Uh, I'm not saying everyone's unprofessional, yeah. but just to get someone to come out and. And I've noticed also just even in the quotes, you know, for the same job, I remember getting a quote for fifteen hundred. Next guy comes in for five thousand dollars, and I go, "What are we doing here? This is a simple pushing out of a wall." So um, it, it, it is. That's a key point right there too, and that's where our owners have a, a another competitive advantage and a differentiator is, you know, we're going to help them in our estimating software mm-hmm. build into where they are market competitive, and it's not that crazy swing of I'm way up here, way down here. They're going to know their margins uh, on every quote, every estimate. And right. I tell you, when you can pull it up and you can show them right there on the iPad, hey, Mr. Customer, Mrs. Customer, here is your estimate. Uh, that's key number one. Number two, you're going to know your margins on every job. Right. And that's another key component and just one more ingredient uh, to the you know the overall success of our owners. So so it sounds like you know marketing is handled for you, call center, uh Pricing, you know, you, you have uh, that, that that system in place. So really, you don't need any experience to, to, to be able to run any of these businesses, correct? No, it is a, that's why I tell folks, this is really a people business. Mm-hmm. And you go out there and it depends what model you're in. If somebody wants to separate from uh, corporate America, like we had a gentleman do yesterday, come on board, our newest franchisee. Uh, you know, he's on his third career, said, hey, I'm not getting anywhere, you know, in corporate America. I've got 15 good years left in me. I want to go start my own business. And so if you come in in the active model, you're going to be out there doing the things an owner would be doing, networking, uh, building relationships, mm-hmm. you know, popping in on with, you know, building relationships with vendors and your customers. If, it, if they're semi-absentee, let's say, you know, a lot, a lot of our owners right now want to keep that nine to five and we will help them find the key person to go out there oh, wow. and be in the, uh, you know, in the business daily. So it's the best of both worlds. They're going to keep, you know, making that income from the great nine to five, but then also we're helping them build an investment vehicle mm. so that they can diversify their portfolio. So that, there, there's a key differentiator there because a comment someone made to me on, on a call was, uh, well, any any franchise, any business could be semi-absentee. You know, I, I have all I have all this money in the world, and I said, sure, you know, you can hire the team in place, and 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 having money is definitely, uh, you know, you have some leverage there to be able to afford all this. But um, not every franchise could be run truly semi semi-absentee, and there's you need to make sure the systems are in place. You know, what That's are you true. getting, and that and the marketing going to the call center, that that alone eliminates potentially office space. In my opinion, it eliminates the, you know, I've had, I've hired telemarketers in previous businesses and a lot of, uh, not, not a knock on anyone in telemarketing, but a lot of turnover in that business. So that alone being able to handle all that, because, you know, I hear all the time, you know, I need, I need my, my marketing needs to improve. I don't have enough lead flow. And then, and then I always ask, well, who the hell is answering your phones to find right. out the marketing is working, but no, no one's at the office to answer the phone. So having a call center, I mean, it's it's really you need to have it's not one or the other. You, you really need to have both. So yep. uh, I think those are some major advantages, right, of, of being able to run this system semi-absentee. It, it really is because and that's why I love being part of a franchisor that's been around since 2006. You know, we're not brand new and nothing against you know new brands. Everybody's got to be new at some point. Right. But you've been around almost 20 years and you've got a proven model. And, and also you, when you've got it set up a certain way like we do, like, 
you know, an in-house marketing team that's there to assist, show them what work is working best across the country and starting with a good baseline to the call center that takes every call, schedules every appointment. When you have those right things in place, it allows the owner to do the things that they should be doing or right. the key person if it's semi-absentee. And, and the reason I'm so passionate about that and I love it is because it, when I had my businesses, service business years ago, so many times I'd get lost in the weeds. You know, hey, I'm putting out fires. Mm-hmm. I would think I'd be doing something uh, great by just putting out fires daily, staying busy. And looking back, I missed so many opportunities. So I love the fact that we've got the tools. I like to say we put the virtual tools in the toolbox for the owner to go out there and, you know, help them scale a great business, but also stay on point and do the things that an owner should be doing and don't get lost in those proverbial weeds. Gotcha. No, that, that, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. And, um, I will say been, been there, done that as well. So I can, I can, I can appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh, you could appreciate it until you maybe actually went through it. So, um, learn from other people's experiences. I always say, Absolutely. Um, so with, with the, you know, well, soon to be, well, by the time this show launches, you'll, you'll be 10 brands. So that's right. That's right. So with the, so we're, we're on delay. So today's the 22nd, yeah. we'll be in October by the time this releases. So that's right. So you have ten brands. So when I when I talk to um, a family looking to to, to own a franchise, you know, we'll talk about advantages, right? Of do I stick with one brand or do I go multi brand? And the way I, I I explain it is that you know when you're looking at the same brand, you can get pick up that additional territory. So you're not the, the learning curve stays the same. It's just you're expanding into some additional zip codes, some additional counties. Whereas uh, stacking, vertical stacking uh, of, of adding an additional brand allows you to stay closer to home um, while being able to upsell your current customers because now you're in maybe two, three, 500 homes that you've painted. Now you can upsell them from painting to pro-lift garage doors or you can get them into uh, you know, the you know, house doctor handyman service. So Talk to us a little bit about that. You know, what is an advantage? Because a lot of parent companies do this differently. Mm-hmm. So how easy is it for them to add territory or even just that vertical stack and getting into an additional brand? You know, what can you talk to us a little bit about what that looks like? Absolutely. So, you know, I love the vertical stack concept. And, mm-hmm. and I also love, you know, that we give owners two great ways to grow their business. You can grow laterally or horizontally by expanding to a second territory and a third territory. And a lot of a lot of owners are coming in now saying, hey, I want to go ahead and acquire that second territory now to protect future uh, growth opportunity because right. we're growing so fast. So you can, you can grow the one brand outward or you can grow vertical. I mean, this is personally how I grew my one business to four over 10 years is because I, I diversified. Mm-hmm. You know, in a home and commercial service business in this space, the hardest part is getting your foot in the door with any customer. When you get your foot in the door the first time and you do a great job, that customer is going to call you back right. and they're going to ask for referrals and recommendations. And that's why we have this vertical stack opportunity where let's say they established a 360 painting and, you know, they want to maximize that customer relationship. Well, they can come back and they can bolt on a prolif garage doors, like a garage door franchise, our handyman franchise, mm-hmm. house doctors or any others that complement their business. And I love that because then you're maximizing that relationship. You're driving multiple lines of revenue right. and being a multi, you know, uh, solution to that customer. And you're that one-stop shop. And I'll tell you right now, me as a as a consumer, if I know I can go to one person or one company that can take care of multiple things, 
I am all about it because in today's lifestyle, we're busy. We've got things going on and, and so many out there will pay for great service and continued service. So when you do that great job, you know, they're going to tell friends, family, mm-hmm. you know, Facebook groups, recommendations on the yep. next door app. And that's where it just blows up. And, 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 and premium service brand just makes it simple, right? If, oh, if you want to, you know, if, if you want to bolt on, um, you know, a, an, another, you know, just say a complimentary brand, it sounds like, you know, it's not a, it's a, it's a learning curve in that new vertical, right? So if yep. you're going from garages to handyman service to, to, to painting, but it sounds like everything else, the infrastructure, the training, the CRMs, the marketing is all, you're not, you're not reinventing the, the wheel, right? It, 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 it's simple. It's seamless. Am I missing anything? No, I mean, it, it really is. It really is turnkey. And that's why I say it's awesome. it's more about the right candidate, you know, being the right fit and it being the right fit for them uh, versus, hey, I need 20 years painting experience. Actually, you don't. Right. Um, and, and, you know, on, on the 360 side, that's why I love our partnership with Sherwin-Williams. Uh, we work very closely with them uh, through the exploration process. When a, when a client's looking at one of our brands like 360, I'm going to do an introduction to them, even right. while they're exploring the opportunity set up a local meet, meet and greet in their area because that's their number one uh, or one of our number one lead sources for mm-hmm. proven painting crews. So they're not out there recruiting, hey, do I need to know how to paint or do I need to train these folks? There's just so much that's plug and play. And that's why we have a solution no matter where they turn. Right. And it, I think it's another ingredient to the success our owners are seeing. And not only coming in and I, I treat it kind of like an annuity. You know, you, mm-hmm. you come in, you make the investment, you know, you can take money from it if you want. It appreciates over time. Mm-hmm. And then like a lot, uh, some of our owners, they're like, hey, when I can build this up to this seven figure uh, amount and command X price for it, I want to sell it. And, uh, you know, right. we've had owners do that a couple last year that did that and uh, hit their goals and they sold it. We found them a buyer and uh, they took that and went on to their next venture. And that's what I love it. The ultimate goal is to help them use this as a vehicle to get to their goals, whether mm-hmm. it's succession planning and passing down to children um, you know, having a great business and taking a great income from right. or building up, you know, selling it. Yeah. I always say, start with the end in mind, have that vision Absolutely. in place. And there's, there's a lot to consider, you know, not just the income you're making, the tax benefits, the lifestyle, which for me is number, I always say at top three is always one, two, and three, the money's great, but it, it's lifestyle. And then that exit, some people don't factor in like, yeah, you can sell this and you're going to hopefully be able, as long as you're growing and it's profitable, you're going to sell for a hell of a lot more than your initial right. investment. Um, so these, again, you know, conversations we have on a daily basis. With That's that right. being said, let, let's pause here for one second. Just have a, a quick note from uh, our sponsor, the SMB Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying the show. This episode of Franchise Freedom is brought to you by the smbpodcastnetwork.com. The network is a collection of podcasts and shows from around the internet, which focus on bringing you interviews with amazing guests who share actionable advice, ideas, and information for small and medium-sized business owners and entrepreneurs. Visit www.smbpodcastnetwork.com to find more great shows and easily subscribe to be notified of new episodes. It's a great way to discover quality content. If you discovered us today via the network, then I hope you're enjoying the show and will consider subscribing directly so you never miss any of our great episodes. Now back to the show. Okay, and we are back. Um, I wanted I wanted to, to touch on one thing because one uh, topic that comes up quite a bit is, and and you you had touched on it right before a few minutes ago, just 
finding employees and that that seems to be a hot topic um where do i find the employees where are they you know how do i keep them uh, on board and that kind of thing and i guess some of the models will differ if it's all employer or 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 contractor based can you talk to us a little bit about just the support and how you're able to to assist you know maybe getting a little bit more specific as to how how you're able to help and uh support the franchisees and maybe kind of uh, coach them on how to how to keep those employees longer Absolutely. So one thing we, we uh, you know, clients will always hear as they go through our exploration process, always be recruiting ABR. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it starts there. But having a team like we do to help support them. So every one of our owners has a corporate consultant assigned to their business. Uh, we call them coaches. So for 360 penny, you'd have a 360 penny coach. This is someone that's in your hip pocket that is there to support you and those in your business daily. So in the recruiting aspect, they're there to help guide you. You know, right. we've got an internal recruiting system where we will show them how to go out there, broadcast these job postings to about 20 different job boards. And then instead of them having to manage those those 20 postings individually and take all those calls and emails, we funnel it into an internal CRM that vets them, helps them qualify the candidates. They have to pass a questionnaire. Uh, you know, they have to take a, a, a fill out an application, mm-hmm. all these layers of vetting and filtering that helps maximize the owner's time. So we're constantly recruiting, but we're using the right tools to help them maximize their time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even the coaches want to have an interview with their key people, like an estimator or a project manager or whoever. So it's a team effort and we've got the systems and tools in place to help them recruit the best people, but not only recruit them, you know, vet them, train them, and then the ongoing daily support and coaching is huge. When you've got that key trusted advisor and that coach there to support those in your business daily, that's huge. Whether you're active in the business daily or you're semi-absentee, like let's say you're at your nine to five, well, you're going to have that coach there to be that support role, a layer of support right. for those in your business. And, and that's huge. So I think it all just comes back to, once again, using the systems that are proven that are out there and then staying close to your coach and constantly be recruiting. And we'll show you how to show the applicants the long-term opportunity, ways to offer if you want to offer health insurance or benefits or ways to differentiate from the competition, right. but also help recruit those the right candidates and then show them the long-term opportunity. I, lo- I love that. That's the whole, the whole value proposition of a franchise. It's the support. It's the systems. It's not just the initial support. That's easy. Right. It's the ongoing. You know, How do I continue? There, there, there's stuff that's going to pop up, questions, concerns, things that maybe you haven't experienced before. And I think that's, that's truly between the support from the home office and being able to, um, you know, work with other existing franchisees, as I call almost like a, a mastermind in and of itself, as a lot of people are coming from these different industries. Um, one of the, uh, huge and major benefits of, uh, of a friend of a strong franchise system. Um, I well, on that point real quick. I want to make yeah. sure that's a good note you made. That's, that's another differentiator in us and some other franchises out there, other just business opportunities we're very big on collaboration mm-hmm. and we have, we just had, we had a think tank uh, earlier where it was a day and a half. We invited owners and their key people in and it was a day and a half of, Hey, let's come in. Uh, let's share ideas. Let's collaborate. And, and I think when you have an open mindset like that, and you're always looking for opportunities and ideas and sharing of what's working and helping your others, it helps keep you leading edge. Right. And I, I love that collaboration piece. Yeah. Collaboration is huge. It's, you know, it's talking to the franchise owners for, for for advice, uh, franchisees speaking with their customers. There was just a, 
I just caught the tail end, but it was Warren Buffett, and they were it was they were um, asking for advice and and business advice, not really necessarily investing advice. And he basically said, become passionate and obsessed with getting feedback from your customers. Mm-hmm. So this is the that would be the franchisee going back, like not just assuming what the customer needs, right. but what what do they want? And that, don't assume, just ask them what we what could we have uh, done better. What would you have liked? So, you know, there was one one uh, company, I won't name names, and they offered a great uh, service. Uh, it was a home service. And they said, you know, what, you know, we liked everything about it, but how, how can we improve? And it was simple as sending a text message when you were a half hour away so that if that person had a, a had a dog, they can make sure the dog was in, the, you know, in, in another room or get the house situated, not giving this window will come between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Right. You know, like the, the, the cable companies, <laughs> not naming any, but we'll come, we'll come whenever. But it was simple little little things like that that, you know, made the experience so much better. And, you know, for, you know, going back to premium service brands, it's not the customer shouldn't be researching all the brands. It should be, okay, you know, Matt, you know, it was in uh, and, and paying our home. Hey, what else do you offer? We need, you know, we need this, we need this done, or we need that done. And just being able to almost be like a consultant, like, okay, well, we don't offer this directly, but there's a neighboring franchisee that, that offers this, they'll be able to help. Or if you are constantly getting requests for handyman service, that may be a, that may be a little nudge to look at house doctors and incorporate that into, into the business model. So really, really becoming passionate, I think is, is, is key. And I think that's, one of the benefits is this is an evolving thing, and with COVID and and all the curveballs we've been we've been throwing, it, you're you're constantly uh, constantly adapting. That's right uh, to the market. So one thing I'll, I'll hit on that you made a great point there. I want to hit on real quick. We have an on, online reputation management vendor partner that we work with that okay. surveys every customer after every job. That's key to get like that it. feedback and help twofold. You know they survey the customer if they leave a four or five star review. We will send out direct links to be able to review mm-hmm. our franchisees' business right there. You know, Google my business page, Yelp, Angie's List, etc. But if it's a one, two, or three, it'll flag it and send it directly to the owner, so we can jump on it quickly. So we want that feedback. We want to know how that experience mm-hmm. is, and that kind of dovetails into uh, what you just mentioned there at the end. Um, we are doing something groundbreaking in franchising. We are creating our own and developing our own internal lead aggregator. So mm-hmm. like right now you go out there, you see Angie's List, Home Advisor, Yelp, right. et cetera. We are creating one our own. So when customers go to it, they say, okay, I need a painting estimate, but then they're going to see our sister brands that are in the area. Mm-hmm. So it's a great way to cross market and great way to save our owners money, but then also keep it within the brand, you know, in the family to uh, ultimately take care of that customer. I love that. I love that. It, it, it sounds very basic, but it, it's the strategy. It's like, I know what to do, but now you start automating the process, which is That's something right. I'm, I'm working on. And, you know, just as simple as getting a, a, a Google review or, or a review on the book, I think automating and making sure there's follow-up and actually reading <laughs> the review yeah. and not just asking for it and, you know, maybe contacting that customer and saying, well, you gave us a, a four star, what would it have taken to get a, that fifth star and, and how can we improve? I think the, and the customer appreciates it. and uh, the owner obviously uh, benefits as well. Because uh, that's well, our whole goal is to be a customer for life, you know, for that customer. Yes. So right. any, any kind of feedback, sure. we want it. Anything we do to improve it. Yeah, you're an extension of the family, right? So, once something right. something is going to break. At some point, there's going to be a crack, a break. Something needs to get replaced, an upgrade. 
um, you're, you're going to be uh, definitely working with them for the next five, 10, 20 years. So absolutely. What, um, as we're approaching the, uh, the 30 minute mark here, what, what haven't we uh, brought up? Anything, anything uh, else you'd like to bring up? Man, I just, you know, I, I love the complete model. Um, you know, I'm not gonna say we're perfect, but we're always improving. We're always asking for feedback. And I think that's what keeps us leading edge. And it's been some of the key ingredients is, mm-hmm. you know, it, it takes the right person when they come in here and they follow the systems, they execute the game plan that's been proven. They, they work closely with the support staff we give them. Uh, they use the systems and tools. I mean, it's hard not to be successful. And I think that bodes for all the success our owners have had. And I just love seeing that success. Mm-hmm. As you see somebody come in, they have goals. And then a year later, you see them on stage, rookie of the year, um, you know, winning awards and, and achieving those goals and their family. Up there. It's just, there's nothing better than that. And I just, that's why I love it. Why I, I wish I'd have found this, uh, this industry 30 years ago, but yeah. got here as soon as I could. Everything happens for a reason, right? So maybe, maybe if you did, you wouldn't appreciate it. So yeah, that's how I, no, no regrets, but I say, I say the same thing, but anyway, I got to stop saying that. Um, Fun, fun. uh, We'll, 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 we'll leave it off. Fun, fun fact about Matt Reeves. I don't know. Fun fact about me. I mean, uh, I've got four kids. God's blessed with four great children. Uh, I coach them all the time. So I stay busy with that. I love doing that. Uh, Fun fact. When I do have free time, I, I love to, restore uh, old classic muscle cars. So I'm a, I'm an old gearhead and uh, love the classics from the 60s and 70s. And so love to find them, go search for them, and then fix them up and enjoy them. I may have one for you, just by the way. I had a <laughs> brother of mine pick one up before having kids, and uh, it's in that garage uh, <laughs> slowly dying away. So Those are the best right there. When they haven't touched for 20, 30 years, love to bring it out. They're unique. They're different and still enjoy them. I mean, my, my wife was joking today. She goes, you know, I think if you had the choice, you'd rather have a brand new 1971 versus a 2022. And I said, yeah, well, probably, <laughs> you know, I just well, love it, nostalgia. It may, it may be a road trip. Maybe, maybe we bring it out because uh, he, he's dying uh, to free up some space in that garage <laughs> unless it's a, <laughs> a future it. project. But um, yeah, I keep, I keep looking. I would love to take it out for a spin. So who knows? So that's to, to be continued and I'll speak with him. But uh, there this, we go. Is, uh, this has been awesome. Um Definitely for for anyone that's uh, listening to the show, and I forgot to mention this in the very beginning, but there's a lot of you know people aspiring uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, we have existing franchisees, but a bulk after doing a poll, we found that it's people looking to to invest in their first franchise. So uh, if you like an introduction to to Matt, learn about premium service brands or anything we discussed today, just send me a message. Uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll 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 make that a connection. We'll make that introduction for you. So Matt. Thank you very much. Uh, I was looking forward to this. Absolutely. We work uh, very closely together and I said, why not, why not hop on the show and let's get into Matt's head and see what he's got to, uh, what he's got to say. So uh, I appreciate the time and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get this out hopefully in the next couple of weeks and I'll, uh, I'll send you all the information. So looking forward to that. Absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity. Awesome. Thank you. Take care. Uh-huh. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways Giuseppe can help. 1. If you've ever considered owning a business of any kind, you owe it to yourself to get a copy of Giuseppe's book, Franchise Freedom. Download your free copy at ggthefranchiseguide.com book. 2. Want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom. 
How to Escape the Corporate World and Have Financial and Time Freedom by Owning a Franchise by going to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash video. 3. Want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you? To navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject and he'll send you all the details.